We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. This week on The Mystic Party, Raj Dasani in for Alex Berg. Trunk butt and donating your body to alien science. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Welcome to the Mystic Party. The world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Bria Grant, Southern California's leading psychic. I had too much crumb cake. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, North Carolina State University's emeritus professor in occult studies and Egyptology. Why don't you tell the folks at home what emeritus means? Well, if you pronounce it like I do, it means... You were a professor there long enough that they invited you back. Great. Fantastic. Well, our guest today, we had a guest. His name was Alex Berg. Alex Berg. But he canceled on us at the last minute. But we found another guest who has a terrible, terrible paranormal problem. So we thought we'd reach out and let him come on the show, even though he's not super famous. What? You're not super famous. Oh, right. Do you want to introduce yourself to the to the to the Mystic Party listeners? Oh, uh, yeah, hey. Uh my name's Roger Dasani. Mm-hmm. Uh but my friends call me Raj. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm uh I'm just like a cool dude, you know, straight up love bro time, you mm-hmm. know, super into that, just bro out. Uh hang out a lot down by the beach, you know, surfing, drinking some tall cans, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um the beach, beach like Venice. Uh, Venice, Hermosa, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, there's lots of beaches I could name. Yeah. Uh, Long Beach. But are those uh, just ones Halama you're naming Beach. or those ones you hang out at? What? Oh, no. Now I'm just naming beaches. Just naming them. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Do you, do you, Raj, do you surf? What are your hobbies? What? Uh, uh, I like to curl. I like to curl mm-hmm. weights. Uh, mm-hmm. I do a lot of work on my biceps and sometimes I eat burritos. Ah. You have really nice biceps. Oh, thanks, bro. Your glutes could use some work. Yeah, I'm kind of a top half guy. Yeah. Mm. Going for that slim triangle shape. Well, do you know anything about Alex Berg, who was supposed to be here today? Uh, he's only my favorite actor of all time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What is your fa- What are his favorite, your favorite performances of his? He, uh, oh man, I've been following his career from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's he- 2006 even, probably. Oh, man, I think calling it a career at that point is generous, but... 
You know, like he was uh, he was in this episode of Mansers where they were talking about poop transplants and he was the poop donor. Uh-huh. I thought that was a real transformative performance for him. Yeah. Uh, you know, he uh, had one line on Two Broke Girls. Oh. Uh, he said, where does the wine go? And dropped off like a like a bomb ass box of Franzia and then like took off. I wonder if he had to audition for that. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I know this for a fact. Uh and at the audition, they asked him to dress like a hipster, so he wore a visor, because that's what he thought that meant. Uh, and then, uh, you know, obviously, like, I'm, like, a big, like, bro fan of uh, his work on Terriers, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where he played Blodgett. Um, you know, so I thought, like, that was, like, a super cool thing, because a lot of that show takes place on a beach. Oh, yeah. So, so like, that like show's, that like, yeah, so I was watching the show being, like, oh, cool, a show about a beach, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really about a beach, but then this dude Berg showed up, and I was, like, oh, score. Let's name other shows on a beach. Uh, Baywatch. California Dreamin'. Uh, beach Patrol. Uh, is that a show? Oh, yeah. I haven't pitched it to anyone yet, but okay. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants? Sp- yeah, that's under a beach almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Happy Days had that one episode where they went to the beach. Jump to Shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm kind of a kind of like a professor of beachology. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you teach your your course of the world. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm professor Amiritis. <laughs> I take offense to that joke. Oh. <laughs> My bad, bro. I didn't mean any. I was just, I was trying, we were all goofing. I was just trying to be part of the goofs. Oh, there's no goofing here. Oh, oh. We don't like jokes or anything funny. Oh, man. Okay, my bad. No, no problem. I didn't know. I know, you've never been on, you don't know. We just found you on the beach today, so. Yeah. But we're glad you could come in. No, no, no. Me too, me too. It's nice to get out of the rays for a little while. Mm -hmm. Burn into a crisp. Well, we like to start, I'll just explain the show to you as we go. We like to start the show by giving. You know, the Mystic Party gives advice for, you know, paranormal problems. And um, we like to start the show with a segment we call Unsolicited Advice um, for, you know, various news stories uh, that have happened over the past week or so. Okay, cool. And then we have a very special guest, Kiki News Girl, who comes and reads the news stories for us. Oh, hey, what's up, Kiki? Kiki, she loves. She loves the beach also. Whoa! Oh, no way. We should totally connect on Instagram after this. Hi, Rosh. Hi, Mr. Party. Hey, Kiki. Uh, first in news today, Donald Miller Jr. went... Sorry, Donald Miller Jr. went to court this week to ask a county judge to reverse a 1994 ruling that declared him legally dead after he had disappeared from his home eight years earlier. What? But the judge turned down his request, citing a three-year time limit for changing a death ruling. I don't know where that leaves you, but you're still deceased as far as the law is concerned. Whoa. That's what the judge said. He's like RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy, was he's dead, and so he can't... Um, he was having trouble getting back his... Uh, he's getting some money from his wife. How's he supposed to get it's a gym wife. membership? It's really hard oh, when you're dead. man. Uh, when my cousin was younger, he met a man who went to Vietnam came back from Vietnam and told his family he was dead. He told his family he was dead. He said, I'm dead. And then they said, what do you mean? And then he said, I'm dead. And then he just left and he operated in a cash economy for the rest of his life. Wow. Can you still operate in a cash economy? 
Raj, do you operate in the cash economy? Oh, no way. No way. No. Everything I do, I trade personal training sessions for all of my goods. So, like, for rent, for instance, I Uh live in this, like, bomb-ass garage, like, you know, like, off of someone's guest house. Mm -hmm. I teach them how to do curls Mm -hmm. two hours a week that pays for the guest house. Then I go to the beach, and I'll, like, teach some babes how to do some squats or something, you know, because, like, beach babes are always working on their butts, you know. And then, like, that'll get me, like, a burrito and some sunscreen or something like that, you know. And then, uh, yeah, I got my bros, my homeboys to buy me some tall cans, you know, so. So you're set. Yeah, I don't need a bank account. I'm, no. You know, I figured it out. Yeah. It's not a cash economy, but it's also not a credit. It, it, it's a barter economy. You go yeah. for a barter system. Yeah, yeah. Life's know. simpler on the beach, you guys, I'm telling you. It's weird. I don't know how you're going to pay for this uh, Mystic Party session where we, I mean, we're very expensive. Whoa. All right, tell you what, I'll teach you guys how to do some some sweet flies, which are the ones where you is. work with sweet flies. Trust me, sweet it's a definitely a term, one hundred percent a term. The people at home can't see what you did with your arms. Oh, what? Describe what you did. There's no cameras. Nope. Uh, I I did a lateral extension of my arm muscles from my shoulder muscles. So yeah, yeah. You guys so we'll got learn it. to do that. Yeah, you, totally. did you just teach us. That was what What's we were that? training just now. Whoa. Is it this? Oh, that. Uh, uh, no, no, you're uh, no. You guys need more training, so okay. that's that's probably not enough. So our advice to this guy is yeah. What's our advice to this guy? This poor guy was uh, they, they said he was dead and now get he's a life. not dead. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Sorry, get I forgot, I forgot a life. I Donald, that's his um, name. He should embrace embrace death. How so? Well, he should like rot, like like. My cousin's friend. Oh, he should have just work in a cash Anyone. economy. Yeah, well, it's any kind of a... Con- yeah, he should just tell his family. Well, like, I guess I'm dead. Make a thriller mm-hmm. video for YouTube, because like, if that goes viral and you mm-hmm. get like clicks on it, mm-hmm. then like, you know... Or like turn his house into a haunted house, and he's yeah. like, I'm dead. That's the way he ghosts people. He haunts people. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I'm a ghost. He could do that also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What as long happens? as it's not PayPal-based or credit-based. Bitcoin. Because they probably wiped out his... His family inherited all his money, Yeah, I assume. What happens when he actually dies? (sighs) Right? Mind blown. Okay, so that pays for part of the session. (laughs) So we are earning our way there. Next news story. Zane? Zane Grant? All right, next in news, guys. Demonic threats force eBay sale of Pete the Gnome. If you'd like to spend your hard-earned money on a shattered gnome statue that contains what looks like Jesus' head on a busty woman's body, a woman in Tennessee wants to talk with you. Heather Andrews, 27, of Linville, Tennessee, is selling Pete the Gnome because of unwanted and incessant attention about her misfit lawn ornament. Some say the smaller statue inside the garden gnome is sacrilegious and have told Andrews it would bring bad luck. What do we think about that at Mystic Party? So she's selling it on eBay? Yes. Because it's bringing bad luck? She's selling it on eBay because it's a nice statue. <laughs> but it may bring bad luck if you bid on it? Some people say. <sighs> some people might say it's even uh, that demonic forces threaten it. So it's a nice statue, but you may end up with some demonic forces. Wait, hang on. I'm confused. Okay. Are gnomes bad luck? Not generally gnomes are bad luck. I mean, Zane is the uh, cryptozoology expert, so he would know a lot more than I would, but I would say gnomes are not bad luck. They're good luck. No, gnomes are not, like, 
If you see a leprechaun, run. If you see a gnome, talk to it. Gnomes can do many things for you. They can communicate with animals. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. They can um, they can rid your backyard of fairies. Mm -hmm. They can um, comb your beard. Yeah. No way. Yeah. They also have beards. They have if beard. I learned anything from David the gnome. But when it's a sexual gnome like this one that contains Jesus inside of the gnome clasping the butt of a woman... Did that, was that in that article? Did I miss that part? I think that was in the article. I think okay. you may be reading into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're seeing the gnome you want to see, bro. <laughs> it's a sexual gnome because it's clasping, it's holding Jesus. Then I, I would say that's not even a real gnome. That's a demon that's taken possession of a gnome. Oh, the gnome. A demon body. in gnome form. Yeah. So, uh, would you suggest a person bid on this? I would suggest a certain kind of collector might want to bid on it. Mm -hmm. Someone who wants more demons in their collection. Yes. An evil collector. Yeah. <sighs> People who want, yeah. If you collect things like spiders. Cursed artifacts. Um, miniature shrunken heads. Ooh, uh, bad carnitas. Yeah. All of those things. Then you should probably bid on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say go for it. That's mine. Solicited advice. Little advice to the to the people at home. Okay, last news story. This one is um, a little bit long. Sorry. Final mystic news story. Okay. Just as British children have been brought up with scary stories about the Loch Ness monster, Japanese people know all about the Kappa, a slippery water demon from ancient folklore. In Japanese folklore, the child-sized Kappa or river child occasionally jumps out of its watery lair to pull pranks as well as attacking women. But unlike the Loch Ness Monster, believers claim to have found proof of the creature's existence, and bones purporting to be from the Kappa are going on show in Japan. One set of mummified remains, which seems to show a webbed hand, is going on show for the first time in Miyakinojo Shimazu Residence in Miyazaki Prefecture on the island of Kyushu. I said all of those things correctly. I think maybe. The remains were given to the Mia Kanijo Shimazu family after Kappa was shot on a riverbank in 1818. And now they're heading on tour for all to see. Wow. I know this sounds like I'm making it up, but I'm actually kind of well-versed in Kappa lore. Are you? So here's the thing you might not know about Kappa is mm -hmm. they have an indentation in their heads that holds water from the river they came from, right? Uh-huh. And Kappa can't let that water spill no matter what. It's like they're totally, like, neurotic about it. But if you bow to a Kappa, a Kappa is so polite it has to bow back, and then it'll stop chasing you because it'll try to eat your kids. Also, and this is also wait, true... Wait, it, it ch stops chasing you because it, the water comes out of its head? Yeah, it'll spill the water, and then bummed. it'll run back to the river. Oh, okay. Also, Kappa love cucumbers, mm -hmm. and if you give a cucumber to a Kappa, it will become your friend for life and protect you from drowning. Man, so this is a really good advice for people who are going to go see these remains, just in case the remains come back to life. Pack and a cucumber, bro. Pack a cucumber and get ready to oh, bow. Sweet, sweet, gnarly cucumber, and just like, just be all like, whoa, Kappa man, like no beef, you know, like just make sure you give them a good, like polite bow. Okay, important question. If Yo. a Kappa is an Amer American and you... Bow to him. Americans don't bow, so would you just shake his hand? You do a you do a bro fist. Uh huh. You know you do like a fist bump, mm -hmm. and then you explode it out, and then you touch elbows to make sure it's all detonated. Okay, but then that wouldn't solve the head problem. Oh crap! 
Damn it. What about <sighs> what about a real quick curtsy? A curtsy? <laughs> All right. Uh, if it's a uh, lady kappa. Uh, yeah. Lady. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, sure. A curtsy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I thought we said no joking around. <laughs> This is, seri- this is serious. This is pretty serious. We Whoa. don't joke about kappas. Someone- They're dangerous creatures. They'll eat your children. They pull you into the water. They prey on women. Oh, prey on women. You just said yourself. They'll eat your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I got to go buy a skirt. Mm-hmm. Or a sarong. So or a sorry. So they'll prey on you. Uh, oh no, for the curtsy. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Just want to be prepared. Oh. I, mean, I don't have any kids. But then but, they might you know. think that you're. A woman, and that might be a problem. Uh, these I'm are all pretty issues. sure there's no chick walking around the beach with biceps sweet as these. Mm, that's probably. <laughs> and if she is, get her my number. <laughs> and it's probably true. So our unsolicited advice, if you're going to see the kappa in remains in Japan, is bring a cucumber. Bring a cucumber. Good advice in general, just to have if you need a snack or a weapon. Yeah. Cucumber is a good thing to have around. Are Japanese cucumbers different? Correct, uh, yes. They're probably more stylish, and they're probably not called cucumbers. They're probably called, like, super happy fun time cucumber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. they're probably involved in, like, they're probably like really into, like, vicious prank shows. Oh, like, yeah. prank shows that would get you sued if you were a cucumber in America. Or you pickle them and you, with vinegar instead of with whatever we pickle here. We pickle them with vinegar, but they taste different when you eat pickles in Japan. Whatever. Wow. Totally off subject. Zane, any other solicited advice for people going to see a kappa? Um. Well, I guess wear something fashionable so you fit in. Oh yeah, good idea. That's, you know, lesbians and Japanese people uh, can wear anything and look good, but you can't. So really think through what you're gonna wear to to the museum. Yeah, you, you, you listeners out there, we know what you look like. Yeah, like maybe we know what a, our listeners look like. Do a run by like Pacific Sunwear mm-hmm. or like Massimo. <laughs> Quicksilver or something. Get yourself a pair of fresh board shorts so they're not all like salted up from the sea. And then just like make sure you got like a nice crisp white t-shirt on, white baseball cap brim not bent, white mm-hmm. Oakleys. You're good to go, bro. That is what our listeners look like. That's what they wear already. Yeah. All right. Well, now it's time for the segment of the show, Raj. That says since you don't know, um, where we do a quiz <sighs> with our guest. Oh no way. Yeah. Great at quizzes. Good. We have a song that plays. It's a quiz. This quiz was made for Alex Berg, who what? didn't oh. show up today. What a dick bag. What a jerk. It was made for him because he was in a movie called Hell Baby. Oh, yeah. Which I'm sure you're familiar with being a big fan of his. Seen it so many times. And in that movie, he plays a weird old woman who's naked. Elaine Nussbaum, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what he does in that movie. Mm-hmm. So since he was in that movie, Hell Baby, we would assume... That um, he knows a lot about hell and babies. Uh-huh. And therefore knows a lot about the Lamastu, a female demon who menaces women during childbirth. Whoa, that's what Lamas class is about, huh? No, you know, I don't know about that. That's uh, a really good probably. question. How much do you feel like you know about a Lamastu? Oh, 
the most, I'm sure. I'm sure you Never do. heard of it before, but let's t- take a trip down this rabbit hole, see where we wind up. Let's do it. Question one. Uh, While her favorite activities involve slaying children and eating men, what other things does the Lamastu do on her rampages? I'm going to give you multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> A. Cause people to have terrible singing voices. B. Cause women to have bad tasting breast milk. C. Kill fo- foliage. Foliage. Fo- foliage. Uh, I'm going to go with breast milk. With breast milk? Yeah, I'll bet you she makes rancid breast milk happen. Incorrect. Oh, Incorrect. Nuts. It was actually kill fo- foliage. Oh, bummer. She's also known for infesting rivers and lakes and also disturbing sleep. She has a wide range of things she does, this demon. A psycho hose beast. Yeah. And I'm sure you love fo- love plants, foliage. foliage. Oh, man. I love foliage. My favorite. Don't get much of it on the beach, so I really no. appreciate it when I see it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, question two. Uh-huh. Lamastu is not exactly known for her looks. She has a hairy body and a lion's head. What do her feet look like? Oh. A. They are bird's feet. B. They are lion's feet. C. She has no feet and she floats in the air. Oh, man. Well, well, I'd say the ugliest feet are probably bird's feet, so I'm going to go with bird's feet. That is actually correct. Ah. That is correct. (laughs) She has a hairy body, lion's head, bird's feet, the teeth and ears of a donkey. And then she's also depicted, she's often depicted with... um, um, breastfeeding pigs or a dog and holding snakes in her hands just like we fear all women will look like. So not sanitary. Not sanitary to breast- no. breastfeed a pig and then hold snakes in your hands. No. What if that snake bites that pig or that pig bites that snake? Oh, <laughs> rough. It's oh. how swine flu. Man, that is, that is how it starts. The house swine flu began. Wow. Okay, you're one out of two. So it's pretty oh, good. 50%. Better than I normally do. All okay. right. All right. Question three. Yeah. This is the last one. Mm-hmm. To do an incantation to Lamastu, what must you sacrifice? Oh. A. A baby. B. A mother. C. A piece of bread. Uh, okay. I'm guessing it's definitely not C. Unless it is C, in which case the other two are great red herrings. <laughs> I was expecting the choice for C to be a virgin. But then I was like, uh, uh, oh man, I'm so tempted to say C, but I'm confident it's not C. I'm going to say it's a mother. You know what? You would have been right with C. Ah! It's a piece of bread. How the hell is that a sacrifice? Well, I'm going to tell you. This is how you do an incantation against a Lamastu. You place a piece of bread in front of a Lamastu figurine and pour water over it, therefore sacrificing it. What? The piece of bread also must be carried to the altar by a black dog. Then... Uh, you place the bread near a sick child with the heart of a piglet in the child's mouth, and the child will be better in three days. You might Whoa. Be, you I learned might, that on the internet. You might be wondering, how do you get the dog to not eat the bread? It's a good question. It's, you tie it to its head. Oh. oh That's so like cute. Yeah. When was the last time you guys did um, a sacrifice? Uh, well, if if sacrifice means... Getting a sandwich soggy. Mm-hmm. I sacrificed a sandwich by accident <laughs> recently. Were you surfing and then? Yeah, I was surfing and eating a sandwich, which like you know normally works out okay. 
this gnarly wave just totally thrashed me. And I was like, oh, no, I'm being like thrown around on the surf. And when I came back up, my sandwich was like totally soggy. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, I had to eat this whole soggy sandwich. Oh, you terrible. ate it anyway? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little my briny. Wife, my wife and I were discussing the price of sandwiches earlier today. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, what are the price? What's the price, average price of a sandwich? Six dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. At the beach? Bucks. Oh, I don't know at the beach. Mm, at the beach, six fifty. Oh, mm. a little, you get a little, a little bump. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Actually, cool. I would say six bucks maybe on the cheap side for Los Angeles. I think so. If you think about it, how often are you getting a five dollar sandwich in Los Angeles? I told her if she was paying more than three fifty, she was getting ripped off. No, <laughs> you're out of your mind. Well, there's Subway sandwiches. That's a, one of the most popular sandwiches, and those are like five dollars. You can get a vegetable. The cheapest one is three dollars and fifty. No, it's not. It's four something now. That was when you were in high school. You just don't remember because you haven't been to a subway. I didn't go to Subway yesterday. When was the last time you went to Jimmy John's? I have never. I've only been to Jimmy John's to visit people who worked there, but I've never eaten there. When you the last time you went to Subway Mike's? Mike's Subs. What's that place called? Jersey Mike's. Thank you. Jersey's Mike's. I went there one time with a friend, but I did not order a sandwich there. They were very way too expensive. Jason's Deli. Jason's Deli. I went with our dad. Oh yeah. Yeah. And maybe a year ago. They're, oh wow. They're pretty expensive. You've been to Cheever's Hoagies down in Hermosa? I've never been to oh. Hermosa. Oh, uh, Cheever's Cheever's Hoagies makes great sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to get a sandwich at Cheever's sometime. Who is Cheever's? Cheever's? He's the guy who owns it. He's like a 75-year-old Armenian guy with a glandular disorder. We have a thing with Armenian guys here. We don't talk about them. Well, oh, my bad. I mean, I guess his main defining characteristic is the glandular disorder anyways. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. He is not in good health, but man, he makes a good sandwich because he can't move. He just sits there all day coming up with sandwich ideas. Crazy stuff. Like, but he makes them or someone else makes them? Well, he's he's sort of like the, like the brains of the sandwich uh, operation. Right, gotcha, gotcha. And so he'll be like, I don't know, bro, like sprouts... And turkey breast. And then oh, someone will like nuts. make that happen, you know? He's like the Mr. Brainwash of sandwiches. I don't I don't care about the new sandwich ideas as much as I care about how much do they cost. Uh you know, I I always just like trade him for workout lessons. Oh, right. So, you know, I don't I don't have like a good sense of the cost, but um because he needs a lot of workout because of this glandular thing, you know, mm-hmm. so I tend to get a lot of free sandwiches from Cheapers. I feel like you probably don't know what anything costs. Uh no, that can't be true. Quiz me. Go on, ask okay. me what paint costs. Paint? Yeah. What does paint cost? Buy it by the gallon. Boom. So right about that. Okay. How, what <laughs> does uh, What does a car cost? Uh, you buy one car at a time. Thank you very much. Next question. What does a bag of chips cost? Uh, one bag. <laughs> it's a, he's saying there's a one-to-one uh, barter system. It's like... Uh, yeah, I give you a car, you give me a car. I get it. Even trade. That's what it's all about. It's all about just an even trade. Uh Uh-huh. So, you know, yeah, works out. So you're kind of living in a feudal economy. Uh, I don't use fancy words like that, but sure. (laughs) Um, What does a a sheep cost? Uh, Two cows. Oh, that one was (laughs) a surprise. (laughs) That is weird. Um, and that's to be fair, that's a raw deal on the, on the cow end. That but, is kind you know, of a raw deal. Sometimes you just need a sheep, and you're like, I gotta get that wool. And someone's like, Well, I gotta get that milk. And you're like, All right, take both of them. What about the dowry for a mediocre-looking woman? Mm. Uh, three chests of linen, uh, <laughs> and like at least uh, a hogshead of cattle. Oh. 
but the linen's the thing you really need because like you gotta have clean linen. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Keep the chupacabras away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. yeah totally. That's what you need it for. Mm-hmm. How much does a chupacabra cost? Uh, chupacabra cost you one Mothman and a Jersey Devil. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> New podcast. New podcast. What does it cost? Yeah. <laughs> with Raj. Currency translation with Raj. 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 Whoa! What up? It's Raj. Hey. I kind of wish it could just be the. Oh yeah, that's it. Like a marketplace. We're in the money. We're in the money. I went straight to Jurassic Park. You did. <laughs> oh no. How much does a dinosaur cost? Oh man, uh, all the wonder of a child. <laughs> you can distill that. You can get a dinosaur, no problem, bro. No problem. That's pretty abstract, but they do have things for that on eBay. Yeah. Um, they have wonder. Wonder extraction. Oh, they do. Yeah. That's good. I could use some. The wonder of a child. Yeah, I, I have a lot of cynicism laying around. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's not worth much on the market. Um, now it's time for the part of the show, Raj, where we actually help you out. About time. Um, we like to call this part "Talk to the Guest." Talk to the guest. <laughs> You came here um, today not to talk about the price of sandwiches, no. not to talk about demon uh, demons that kill babies. No. You came because you have a specific problem that you want the Mystic Party to solve. Yes. Uh, thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Xander. Uh, I want to talk about this issue that, I, that has been troubling me for some time, uh, and that is that I feel like I am in peak physical condition yeah okay we I'm, can tell i'm easily yeah i got these crazy biceps and you know i know like my you know i know my quads aren't particularly like swole but you know i'm getting there and they look fine to me i've wanted for years to donate my body to alien science to teach them how awesome humanity can be mm. and so i've been like going out to like real deserted stretches of highway and just like laying around waiting to get abducted mm. and i can't for the life of me get any kind of alien to pick me up no ufo no spacecraft no landing ship no mothership no exploratory party nothing and i'm like starting to feel like pretty down on myself about it mm-hmm. you know like, yeah. i'm just like there must be something with me because like there's so many people who get abducted every year and like it's always these like out of shape rednecks and they're gonna make all these aliens think that all we do is sit on our ass and eat fritos and like i yeah. love fritos but you know like some of us are in like pretty gnarly shape, you know. So I thought I would help things, and I just I'm getting frustrated, man. Like I don't know what to do. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I could see why that would be frustrating. I mean, you are totally jacked. Yeah. And you've got a very nice tan. Not right. Not yeah. too much. I don't look like Charlton Heston or anything, but like I'm sun bronzed, you know. Yeah, yeah. and I mean. I can see why you'd be concerned. I mean, we don't want the aliens to think we we want you're you're the perfect physical spe- specimen for you know the human race. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you a question. Why um alien science as opposed to let's say world science, Earth science, uh, our American whatever country, but like. Well, Earth, I just earthly. I feel like you know I'm trying to I'm trying to like step back and see the bigger picture. Okay. You know what I mean, like. Like, you know, on Earth, we got, like, lots of people they can study, but those aliens, like... Ah! Sorry. 
<laughs> dance party just happened in my mind. Uh, but, you know, like those aliens, like, you know, they're just getting stuck with these, like, bottom of the barrel specimens. And I want to, oh, like, be an ambassador to them. Mm-hmm. Be like, probe my anus. See what you find. Put that weird needle in my eyeball. You know, like, I think it'd be, like, a pretty rad thing to be able to say to, like, a chick on the beach someday to pick her up and be like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but, like, I'm kind of responsible for aliens thinking humans kick ass. So you ex- so let me just let me just talk about your expectations for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. You're, you're expecting to get picked up by an alien, but you want to be returned back to Earth. Uh, yeah, no, it's not like a. It's like a live. I'm like a library book, you know. I like, gotcha. I gotcha. Or like a surfboard rental. Like they'd take me out for like the afternoon, mm-hmm. do whatever gobbledygook they got to do, you know. Like take samples of like my blood and like my poop and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then put me back on Earth so I can use the story to pick up on women on the beach. How, how much do you think the late fee is on a return of a human? Uh, you get it back like one day later. That means you got to bring it back with a superpower. You Ooh, know, yeah. So it's like you keep a human too long off of Earth. That's like keeping a fish out of water. So it's like to do that, you got to give the fish like oxygen powers so it can survive on land. Mm-hmm. So like you keep a human in space for too long, you got to give it like laser eyes, you know, or something like that. That's a very good idea. I do think that most abductions end up with people coming back maybe a little less better off than they were. What? Yeah. No, they, that's because they're not in good enough shape. They, they can't they handle the all, rigors of space travel. They have all sorts of problems when they come back. They have flashbacks. They have really stretched out assholes from anal probing. What? They have... Um, that's outdated data. Like, because asshole probing technology has come a long, a long way since back in the day, you I, know? I, I believe you. I believe you. But you never know if you're going to end up with some very, like, current, up-to-date <sighs> aliens or some, like, sort of backwoods yeah. aliens who are just like, let's just pick up... You know how maybe, like, a hick... In like the in like the Alabama country is like I'm gonna get a rabbit and if you were that rabbit and do some science on it yeah do science on it that's not a great thing but if you were like a rabbit at say like Gillette like a very very updated do you understand my analogy because I feel like I'm not going anywhere you're saying I'm gonna turn into a rabbit with trunk butt <laughs> that's what I'm picking up on here is that you think What's I'm gonna trunk butt trunk butt oh man trunk butt's the thing. I think the technical term is prolapse, but, like, trunk butt is when, like, an alien probes your butt, right? But then, like, on the way out, like, it's not, there's, like, not enough lube or something and, like, pulls uh, a little bit of the inside of your butt out to the outside of the butt. I understood from your, uh... It's trunk butt. From the motion you're making with your hand. Oh, I forgot people at home can't see that. But I understood it. I understood it, and maybe I'm the only person who doesn't know. One thing we like to remind our guests or introduce an idea to our guests who, uh, have certain expectations of abduction. Mm-hmm. There are many. It's a many different kinds of aliens. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. The, no the way. Uni- the universe is a vast, and I would say even potentially infinite space. Mm-hmm. Well, not as vast as it used to be because like Pluto's not a planet anymore. So that's like <laughs> one ninth less universe. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure that's what that means, but um, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what that means. Brandy. Yeah, you have all sorts of kinds of aliens. You have you know kinds that seem more humanoid, and they have like advanced technologies, and they're covered in silver skin. You have ones with just one giant eye blob, and they're more like the Alabama Hicks of the world. And then um, you have you have all, that's like the range right there. Actually, you have like kind of like blobular ones that just look like amoebas, but they're real big. You don't want that kind because they're gonna like probably go inside you and stay there forever. Some, there's a lot of options out there, 
But I think we can help you with your problem. Oh, great. Awesome. I think we have um, we have some advice. But, you know, right now our phone lines are just, they're blowing up. Oh, blowing up people who want to help you. That's what that flashing you. light is. Yeah, they oh. want to help you. So let, let's take a call and see what our callers, they want to give you some advice. Hello? Hello? Hi, uh, this is Borby, and I've been listening to your show, and, you know, not to offend or anything, but I don't really know what your problem is. I've been abducted, like, so many times, so many times I can't even remember, actually, and I guess my advice to you is, I don't know, hang out with some more shamans? That usually works for me, um, you know, also go into the desert, just laying low in the desert. They seem to find you there. Anyway, good luck with everything. That, oh, that's thanks. something maybe you haven't done because you've been on the beach. Yeah, deserts and beaches are different. Uh, yeah. Because one, one has water and one doesn't. One has cactuses instead of water. Yeah. It's like the waves are made out of and cactuses. Snakes. And snakes. Beaches. Have you spent any time on in the desert? Uh, I went to the desert one time. Mm-hmm. I went down a Joshua tree. Like, I was like, a buddy of mine's like, you know, he's like getting hitched. So we're like doing a bachelor party. Uh-huh. Uh, but I got lost on the way there. Mm. And so I had to just hang out at Chumash Casino for a weekend instead. <laughs> and how much peyote did you do at that casino? At Chumash? Chumash. Uh, I had a couple buttons, but you know, like... Uh, after a while, I was just like I was playing blackjack with like a rhinoceros, but mm-hmm. then it all of a sudden became this thing where I was a child and not a child, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. weekend's a little bit of a blur, honestly. But you did do some peyote, some ate some. Yeah, I don't know mushrooms. how I got back to L.A. No okay. idea. Okay, no idea. Well, that's in the positive direction because we do find that aliens love humans that are not thinking correctly in some way, shape, or form. <sighs> yeah, they, I get it. They've, Sent their consciousness to another plane. Yeah. So you're saying I'm too smart to get picked up by you know alien. that wasn't what we were saying, but maybe Reading you could interpret lines, it that yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, all right. And how many shamans are you friends with? Well, there's this one guy who lives at the beach who sells pot. Uh, we call him shaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like this gnarly old Rasta dude. He doesn't you know? sound like a real shaman. What's that? He doesn't sound like a real shaman. Uh, he might be. You know, okay. you never. Know. He burns incense all the time. Yeah, that's not oh, necessarily well, just like, a shaman like thing. Barrels of knock chomp. Not in his really tent. a shaman thing. Is it no. sage? Sage incense? Or no, just it's he's got all different kinds. He's got sandalwood, one called dragon's breath, oh, one yeah. called rain. Uh, you know, so he's got like he's you know he's got like a bunch of different incenses. So he's probably like a pretty high level shaman. Sounds mm-hmm. like he's trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's um, like lotto. You can't win if you don't play. <laughs> That's well. That's good. We, you know. Do you guys need me to slow down? Are you having a hard time keeping up with me? <laughs> no, someone just tried to walk in, and we both got distracted. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. I just I know sometimes I'm like too yeah, you, smart. Yeah, you know, that is like, that is definitely one of the issues. You're, yeah. the, you're the smartest beach man I've ever met. Oh, gnarly man. What other beach men do you know? Yeah, beach men. Uh-huh. Uh My roommate's a beach man. Hmm. Um, He's a man made out of beach. What makes a person a beach man? Yeah, that's my question. They wake up on a Thursday morning and they say to themselves, I could go to work. I'm going to the beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bro, if he has a job, he's not a true beach man. (laughs) True beach men live by the barter system, as we've laid out in great detail. Obviously. So, And if he can suck other people into his vortex of beach life, that's a... I think that's another. I mean, it sounds like you have a strong definition of beach man. Well, but I was going off sort of the analytical. The beach man is morning. kind of like a you know you you guys you're into you know 
whatever nonsense. And, you know, so you probably know the legend of the green man, you know? Um, like, I'm not familiar. Please, please enlighten. He's just an old pagan nature god, right? Mm-hmm, like, yeah. runs around. It looks yeah. kind of like that freaky thing from Pan's Labyrinth. Not oh. the eyeball monster, oh, but the fawn. The fawn. Uh, okay. But, like, so the beach man is, like, the beach version, but he's made out of sand, so he can't stand up for very long. Oh, oh and he gets washed away by the waves every night. Oh, that's where he goes. Yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. So night. how many of those do you know? I, I don't go to the beach. Oh, okay. I, I hate the beach. Yeah, I do, too. What? Yeah, I also hate the beach. Bogus. You get sand, and the water's called sand in your sand pants. Sand and water mixed together. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. makes fun sand. Also, let's parasites. Get- yeah. Let's get back to the subject of shamans, though. Oh, right, 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 So we right. have a lot of shamans coming in and out of the show. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they're always wanting to, you know, do all sorts of, put you in a different consciousness, cast some spells, talk to some plants, like things along those lines. We could put you in touch with one, but I don't really think that's going to help you in this situation. Yeah. I mean, what I need, I need, like, someone to, like, put up, like, a big sign in, like, some of those cool-ass Christmas lights that just mm-hmm. says, like, hey, aliens... Come see Raj. Um, from from my experience, and now that's a great idea, but from my experience, aliens don't speak English. Oh, um, man. Or any language that our brains could even comprehend. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, but that's a good idea. That's a good idea. You know, maybe we should take another call. We're getting a lot of callers that really want to chat with us. Hi, Mystic Party. You are going to thank me for taking my call. Because I have a solution to your dearth of alien abductions. You've got to think, why would an alien want your body? Why does anyone want anything? Now, if you go to the market and you see bread, you've already got bread, you're not going to buy bread. If you see sugar, you've already got sugar, you're not going to buy sugar. But if you see milk and you ain't got no milk at the homestead, you might buy some milk. What you have to do is develop a medical condition that the aliens don't already have on display. So Addison's disease, JFK had that. They've already got his body. Renal colic, they've got dozens of those in their formaldehyde zoo. What they don't have is the rarest of medical conditions, idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension. This is vanishingly rare. We're talking like three cases per million. The incidence of IPAH is so rare, the aliens will be drooling over it. What you have to do is develop a case of idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension, and the aliens will be all over you. Mystic Party, you're welcome for taking my call. Oh, that's a great idea. It's such a good idea. Does anyone know what that is? I I think it, uh, I know what pulmonary is. What's that? It has something to do with the arteries. Okay. Um. I don't know about the rest, but it sounds like you should get a rare disease. Yeah, maybe that's where we should. The conclusion we should jump to. I've got one. <gasps> what is it? My left armpit is smaller than my right armpit. Not a rare disease. That's not a disease. I don't know anyone that's else whose left armpit is smaller. Maybe slightly deformed, but I would imagine a lot of people have that. No, my left armpit. Look at this. My left armpit is freaky small compared it is really to my right small. armpit. I'll be honest. Right? It's, it's very there, tiny. There aren't that many pores there, but all the same, that's not a real disease. I think you need to get something that makes you real special, some kind of extinct disease. Right, Ooh, extinct disease. Or you could travel somewhere, and now this won't be near the beach, but somewhere, you know, some some Amazonian sort of, like, faraway place, and then see what kind of diseases they have going on there. Oh, so I gotta take a field trip. Yeah, except that they'll already have those diseases, so we need to 
Maybe we need to make a new make disease. A new disease. Yeah. All I right. think we got that. Yeah. So we might need a shaman. You really don't think the armpit thing's enough? No, I don't think the armpit thing is going to... It's w- so weird. What else do you have going on? I got another thing. I got water on the knee. <laughs> My left knee has water on it. Uh, you mean like beach water? Like you get when you get water eared. Yeah, yeah, like that. Only it's my knee, you know? So I got like this like, mm-hmm. you know, like I can't hear through my knee very well because there's all this water sloshing around. Yeah. You know how most people you can like feel music in your knees? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. No reason to. That's not a. Feel music through your knees. Yeah. Wow, that sounds pretty special. That's what makes people dance. They feel the Wait music in their knees. Which, which knee of yours can feel music? Uh, the right one, because the left one's waterlogged. Well, that sounds pretty special to me. I don't think most people can feel music through their knees. I'm a very good dancer. I believe it. Uh-huh. I believe it. Check these moves out. No one can see. No one. There's no cameras. Oh, hang on. You see that? I did a split. No. I did a split. He's doing the splits right now. He's still doing them while talking on the microphone. Yeah, I am pretty I, awesome. I think we should not dance. Don't dance anymore, please. This is a very serious thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, we forgot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot. Right. I just I w- got so carried away. I will say this knee thing sounds very promising. I, I think there's potential in it for sure. I've never heard of anyone having this problem before. There's, there's one other thing, but it's not that, that weird. I have uh, four separate functioning hearts. Should we take another four call? Four separate functioning what? hearts? Yeah. No, all the callers hung up. Oh. They heard you say that and they were... Four, four separate functioning hearts. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. One on either side of my chest, and then one in each butt cheek. Wow, you're like the cow of people. Yeah, hearts. that happened mm. at birth. You were born like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't a consequence of juicing or. Mm-mm. You didn't trade for those hearts, and you had them in, put into your body. No, no, I was just born. That's why I was able to like pump so much iron. Is because like I got all that extra blood pumping through my veins. Uh-huh. And you know, it's also why my butt is so well defined because it has to have all that extra muscle to protect the two hearts. One I was going to say that, like, that must be an issue when you're when you are you know sitting. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's why I've been doing this weird crouch the whole time. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed that. I've been just I sort noticed. of perched here I like noticed. a gargoyle. It's because yeah. of my butt hearts. I thought that was just the way you were. I don't no, know. We found you on the street. It's because of my butt hearts, and that's why I was so upset at the, at the idea of getting trunk butt earlier, because that's like... That would be a lot of issues going on That's like if someone like stretched out one of your nipples or something like that for Do you normal have that? people. Stretchy nipples? Yeah. No, I'm not a freak. Okay. Wow, this four hearts thing, I think, could be really promising. Yeah? Yeah. If we listen to this caller, I think if we... We know you have four hearts. We take you out to the desert. We maybe hook you up with a couple of sort of country people because they tend to attract more aliens. You know, the more country the person, the more likely they are to attract an like alien. Like people who do steak and eggs for breakfast? People who are just sort of isolated and dumb. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Generally people who have Not like no... Steak and eggs is like what people eat. That's what rich people eat. Yeah, yeah. What do they serve at Waffle House then? That's the most expensive thing at Waffle House. Snake and eggs. I know you don't know about money, but trust me. Yeah. If you go to Waffle House and you don't have very much money, you either want to get all you can eat and then trick them into sharing with all your friends mm-hmm. or just like the American breakfast. Yeah. Or a waffle. Waffle is like three fifty, which is like the equivalent of like half a burrito. Or <sighs> one Subway sandwich in 1998. Yeah. Oh, or like one two hundred and fiftieth of a sheep. Yeah, 
It's a million of those lines. Awesome. Wow. So sheep cost how many burritos? Sheep are real expensive, man. Sheep's at least like 200 burritos, but like sort of depends on the burrito. You know, like you've got um, like some bomb ass carne asada, right? Mm. Like, and I'm not talking that like ground stuff. I'm talking about yeah, like, like good straight carne up. asada. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you know, or uh, or pulpo asada. That's a grilled octopus burrito. That like you got a grilled octopus burrito. You get like four of those. You got yourself a sheep. Uh-huh. But if you're just doing like... <laughs> I mean, if you're just doing like chicken tinga or something, oh, yeah. you're gonna have to get a ton of burritos. To what get if you a put a together. bunch of really like bomb ass hot sauce on it? Are you making fun of me right now? I'm doing. Are you to making me. fun of me I right wasn't now? Trying to. That sounded disparaging. I was talking about hot sauce. Okay. Well, all right. I'm offended. Okay. But the but, hot sauce does not obviously does not affect the barter cost of no? a burrito. No. It's a condiment. That's like saying, like, hey, how about I give you all this mustard for your racehorse, man? Like, no one's going to make that racehorse mustard trade. I guess that's probably true. I feel like you would do really well on certain planets where they don't use money. Yeah, right? Yeah, we should really, like, I mean, as far as the aliens that you're thinking about attracting go, I think that those are going to be your target planets. Uh-huh. Is going to be ones that use the barter system. Ones, Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, sure. And how did you know that? You've really done your alien research, huh? I'm pretty bright. Mm-hmm. You know, I read a lot of magazines. Mm-hmm. There's an episode of The Twilight Zone where these people get broke down on a bus. And they are all sitting in a diner. And there's an extra person who was not on the bus's roster. It's like lost. And they're like, who's the extra person? And it turns out, I want to spoil this for everyone. Okay. It's uh, a Martian. And he's scoping the place out take over and he confesses that to the diner worker and the diner worker takes off his hat his little diner worker paper hat and he has a third eye and he says us Jupiteronians have been here for years Whoa! and then he kills the Martian where's that diner Uh, somewhere in the south maybe you could find it yeah I'll bet you it's in Georgia yeah. Georgia's in the south, you know. It is. Yeah. It's part of the south. Yeah, 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 right? Maybe okay. you could go there, look for this diner, check all the people's foreheads. Anybody wearing a hat probably has a third eye, right? Probably. There's a... Depends on the hat. Possible. It's definitely possible. Yeah. I'd say go to Greyhound, go downtown, go to downtown Los Angeles. I know it's real different from the beach. Yeah. Um, buy the first bus ticket you can get to Decatur. Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good starting point, and then just kind of go concentric circles out until you find one of those diners. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, grab one of those guys. Let them know what your situation is. He'll just be like, hey man, look, I'm just a simple bro who doesn't want to turn into a trunk-butted rabbit with four hearts, two of which are in my butt cheeks. Please help me find a diner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Help me find a bomb-ass diner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably have good burritos in Georgia because it's in the south, close to Mexico. Mm, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Do you like sure. steak and eggs? What? Do you like steak and eggs? I like steak and eggs when they're a breakfast burrito. Holla. Well, Raj, I think we solved your problem. Awesome. Um, I also think it might benefit you to get a t-shirt that says in every alien language that you have four hearts. Oh. 
I know it's going to be, I know that sounds like work, but I'm sure you have something you could trade for a t-shirt. There's a lot of t-shirt shops in Venice. Yeah, there are. There's a lot. So yeah, like, you, you know. You get it, you airbrushed on there. I could probably get three t-shirts for $10 if I tried. Yeah, but where I are you going to get $10? I don't know. That's like 2.5 burritos. So mm-hmm. I have to trade three curls. You could probably you could probably trade that shirt that you have on. Um, My Big Johnson T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, your Big Johnson Fort Lauderdale T-shirt. Oh man, I got this in Fort Lauderdale though. I know this is Big Johnson's Casino. Poker in front, liquor in the rear. I don't want to get rid of this thing. This thing's a check magnet. Just so you know, Zane had that in high school. I heard Alex Berg had one of those in high school, too. I bet he did. Heard he was pretty proud of it when he was in ninth grade. Well, you know, the comedy and the sexual elements of it survive today. Mm-hmm. Timeless. Timeless, those Big Johnson shirts. Yeah. Yeah, so I would say you could trade that one that you got from Berg, Alex Berg. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have two, why don't we all just get a bong shirts? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I got more than two of those, man. Well, well, then you're set. You should just trade two I'm of those. I'm not an asshole. Mm-hmm. Just trade two of those, and then you'll have you can get another shirt that has all the alien languages. Yeah. And I will tell you what aliens love when what? you walk up to them and they're wearing a hat, and you just slap it off their heads. So I know where you're right, from, Jupitonian. Yeah, take me with you. And you slap it right off their heads. Yeah, that's gonna really make you very popular. You gotta in be the assertive. South. Yeah. yeah, and make sure you're wearing that t-shirt with all the alien stuff on it. Mm-hmm. You're going to really fit in. Excellent. Huh. Well, Raj, thanks for coming on the Mystic Party. Thanks, Brandy. Thank you, Xander. Um, do you have any advice for our... I don't know what's happening. Do you have any advice for or things you want to say to Alex Berg who couldn't be here today? Uh, yeah, hey, uh, Alex Berg. Uh, name's Raj Dasani. Uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. Uh, I just think like you could probably use some more curls in your life. Mm-hmm. You should come down to the beach and get out in the sun once in a while, you pale weirdo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's it, man. Uh, can't wait for your next project, which I'm sure is going to be awesome. Thanks for coming on, Raj. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Raj. Zane, thanks for being here. Oh. Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Jeremiah. And we are hosting a new comedy writing podcast called Fish Out of Water on Boardwalk Audio. Each week we invite a new guest to talk to us about writing for television, movies, the internet, and live theater. It's going to be fun, exciting, and invigorating. That's our Fish Out of Water guarantee. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at F-O-O-W-Pod. Yay! Yay! I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold as a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.